Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. Today on the podcast, things that are not a cult, but definitely feel like a cult. <laughs> From air fryers to X-rings, the Move family covers them all. Also, why, why, why? is Benedict Cumberbatch talking about Halifax (laughs) and Brothers Pepperoni. This is the most epic thing you'll hear ever. You're going to love it. And getting approached at the big box grocery store for signing up for a credit card. This is something that happened to me that you should probably know about. Also, the answer to question number 10. For Monday, March 13th, our first $10,000 minute. You'll already know the answer to Q10. It'll be Mary Shelley. Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're funny. They're hilarious. On Move 100. Good morning. Aaron and Peter on Move 100. It's Friday. Well, it is Friday. Lots happening. Yay. How's the weather looking this weekend? I'm just checking it out right now. There are pictures of sun across the board right up until Monday. And six degrees tomorrow. Six degrees tomorrow? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Okay, well, this is going to be a good weekend. Sunshine and six degrees. Mm Woohoo! Um, I, I was just reading the article about the woman in Cape Breton who uh, who stepped forward as the winner of the $31 million Lotto Max. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> She's 83. Yeah. Her grandson bought her the lottery ticket for her birthday. Yes. And she now has $31 million. What does she want to do with it? She's going to hang on to it for a long time. She's going to hang on to it for a long time. But she says the one plan she has is to buy a new-to-her vintage Cadillac. I'm like, new to you? You can afford to buy a million (laughs) brand-new Cadillacs. Yeah, okay. Come on now. And then, of course, sharing it with her family. It's uh, new to you. I'm trying to figure that out. So... Why don't you buy a new Cadillac? I guess it maybe has a thing against buying new cars. Or maybe <laughs> it's like a vintage Cadillac. Like oh, like those the w- old school, old school. Oh, yeah. The one she remembered from when she was 50. And I guess you can't recreate that as a brand new Cadillac <laughs> these days. You can't. Or, oh, my God. $31 million? Maybe she's just not going to waste her money. As I said, she wants to hang on to it for a long time. And share it with her family. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is the move, though? Because how many times have we talked about, you know, when you buy somebody a lottery ticket for their birthday, and then they win? Right. If you're her grandson, are you not going, are you freaking kidding me? I think, okay. Because you know he just forgot to buy her a gift, and he probably picked (laughs) that up on the way to grandma's house just to be a good kid. Or what do you get, grandma, because she doesn't need anything. That's true. That's true. She likes the lottery tickets, though. How about we get her some of those? I can't even imagine. Um, Okay, so let's just pretend that there probably aren't people maybe listening right now who know this woman, okay? Let's just pretend that it's happening somewhere else. If your grandson buys you the ticket, you won $31 million, you got to peel him off a million. Don't you? And say, Minimum. Hey, well, well, I mean, it depends on the amount. But then 30... it's like you have to give it to everybody, right? Right. There are other grandkids or yeah. lots of other grandkids. You could give it all away real quick. And you can't just say, well, he's the one who bought it. Well, sure. He spent, what, five bucks and, right. and took two seconds out of his life to buy that ticket? Right. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I can't even believe it. I can't even begin to imagine what that would feel like. Congratulations. $31 million Yeah, congrats. (laughs) We're not jealous or anything.
<laughs> Good morning. It's Friday. Move 100. Okay, Oscars this weekend. So facts all about the Oscars this morning. What okay. the fact? What was with Rita Marino's acceptance speech for Best Supporting Actress in 1962? Doesn't she know she's supposed to go on and on and on until the music plays you off? It was the shortest acceptance speech in Oscar history. It was for West Side Story. Rita Marino won. She said, I can't believe it. Good Lord, I leave you with that. That would be me. I'd be like, I have anxiety. <laughs> Thanks, bye. <laughs> uh, Rita, you're supposed to thank your agent and your mom. And <laughs> nah, your, nah. your grade six teacher. She's like, you in your first play. I've been sitting through so many of these speeches. I'm going to do everyone a favor and get yeah. the heck out of here. Only three movies have won all five Big five Oscars. Mm -hmm. So best picture, best director, best actor, best actress, and either best uh, original screenplay or best adapted. So that would, you know, those are probably some of the best movies of all time, you would think, if they won all those awards. And that's not far from the truth. So three movies have won all five. Uh, the Silence of the Lambs. Have you seen that? No. Okay. I'm too scared. Uh, one Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and a Clark Gable uh, comedy, romantic comedy called It Happened One Night. I've seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. You have? I love, I love that movie. Wow. My parents, thinking back, I'm like, why did they let me watch that with them? We watched that a lot. Wow. I'm they must have been sure one of their why. favorites. Come on, kids. Yeah. Good old family let's movie go find. Let's go watch this movie that happens in a mental institution. I'm going to have to ask them about that one. Yes, and lobotomies and all that sort of thing. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Okay, one more for you. What the fact? This one, wow. Um, a, a, an actor named Emil Jennings won Best Actor at the very first Oscar Awards in 1929. We're fairly quickly coming up on the 100th mm -hmm. uh, Oscar Awards. So Emil Jennings won Best Actor in 1929. He, he actually came in second because they, they voted, and uh, the most votes in the very first Oscar for Best Actor went to Rin Tin Tin. Rin Tin Tin was a dog. There were a series of Rin Tin Tin movies. Oh. And the actors in the Academy decided that the best damn actor of 1929 was Rin Tin Tin. Was a dog. But the Academy wanted to make sure people took them seriously, so they gave the award to Emil Jennings instead. Yeah, well, how mad would you be as a human <laughs> well, and a freaking dog? How mad would you be yeah. as Rin Tin Tin? Hey, okay. that's my Oscar you're giving away up there. I'm sure that's what he Tin Tin was thinking. He probably said in Dog, what the fact? Mornings in Halifax with Aaron and Peter. <sighs> Good morning, honey. I'm trying to listen. Today's best variety. Every morning. Move 100. We want to talk about craft dinner. Let's here talk about craft dinner. For a moment. How do you, you know, elevate a box of KD <laughs> at home? And we're not talking about like you had in hot dog pieces or whatever. Which, by the way, is wonderful. <laughs> sure. I don't think I've ever had Katie with hot dogs. Well, then don't put it that way because it does elevate it. It takes it to, you know. The gourmet levels. Not, well, <laughs> let's see what people can come up with for gourmet levels. We're setting the bar high. It has to be higher than cutting up your hot dogs and leaving them in the pot while the, 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 the macaroni boils. By the way, uh, we're, this is a conversation that we brought up because we were talking about KD. They, they're releasing a new limited time box for people who ate KD with a spoon rather than a fork. They put a spoon on the box. And then we just thought, you know, 
Katie, what are you adding to it to make it so much better? Um, I think I mentioned a couple times, I didn't even realize that people actually mess with their KD this much until I went to my brother's house and his girlfriend, she, I mean, I wouldn't say this is like groundbreaking, but I've never seen anybody do this. She makes a regular box of KD and then puts it in a pan and just uh, adds old sharp cheddar cheese on top, like shreds that on top of yeah. the, the noodles, and then we'll bake it in the oven and broil it for, I don't know, 10 minutes or whatever with some breadcrumbs on top. Mm-hmm. And it just makes it like a more of a homemade mac and cheese vibe than from a box. Yeah, there's nothing like homemade mac and cheese. I mean, it's can we agree that it's better than KD? Absolutely. But KD is just a little bit easier. Oh, my gosh. So much easier. So much easier. It's already there. It's so easy. They put everything you need in a little package. Uh Um, So we're going to take it to the next level by just by coincidence. I came out to the kitchen this morning from the bedroom and there was a box of Katie on the counter. What? I mean. (laughs) It was meant to be. It was meant to be. And I checked. (laughs) Is this the fork Katie? Is this a brand new Katie? Is this one of these limited edition Katie boxes with a spoon on the front? And? It was a fork. Uh. It was a fork. Okay, so I was a little disappointed. I wanted to see the spoon for myself. But (laughs) just, I mean, I I think we have to mention this to the 6 o'clock club. They didn't hear this. 43% of Canadians, wait for it, 43% of Canadians eat their craft dinner with a spoon. Which we obviously find outrageous. (laughs) Who eats it with a spoon? What are you, two? Not the 6 o'clock club. These, no. (laughs) They're eating it with a fork. They know how it's done. Okay, but this debate is for another time. We're it's talking about time. what you're adding yeah, but to it's your KD. fair that the people <laughs> at six don't hear this. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, now you know. What are you adding to your KD to elevate? Uh, elevate? Elevate it. Mm-hmm. Already some text coming in. Uh, this says, I add a can of cream of mushroom soup. It's to die for. I just don't, I don't like my mac and cheese soupy. So that would just be soggy and... Would you be into that? Uh, <laughs> I just can't picture it, it. It sounds like it's some sort of sex act or something. Would oh you be God. into that? I mean, that's it's just... soggy. Are you into it? <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, I would certainly try it. But on the soupy side of things, that's how some people like their, their KD as well. Right. And my wife is among them who it, it, hers starts Soup? off. Soup? Um, no, no, it doesn't add soup, but uh, there's uh, extra butter, extra milk. Oh, yeah. So that okay. it's pretty soupy. So she likes it, yeah, wet <laughs> from the milk. And so it, uh, it's, but she steams that off. And so you end up with a very creamy craft dinner, like almost, the, remember the, the really gourmet craft dinner that used to have come with a can of, of cheese? No. No. Oh, somebody. Wait, this is this made by KD? It was made by Kraft, and it came out a, a few years ago that was like a gourmet, on its own, gourmet. It was kind of almost like a like cheese ve- whiz sort of thing. Like Velveeta Like cheese. Velveeta. Okay. Already done. Oh, a little God, can I of love that, that. And it would melt in the... What? In the, How did I miss this? You may have this missed it. This sounds that. like my jam. <laughs> because of your age, you may have missed it. Okay. Well, Your I'm gonna mother was keeping that. it from you. Yeah, she's like, we cannot introduce Erin to this because this is all she'll eat. Frank's hot, thick buffalo sauce mm, with KD. Yes, I am here for that. Refried KD. What do you mean refried? I'm uh, assuming that uh, maybe it, you might do this with the leftover stuff that's cold in the fridge. Who ever heard of leftover craft dinner? Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. But uh, put it in a pan. Oh, uh, like with, hash the next morning. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Ooh, add a, cu- add a, cu- a kunahana. <laughs> A can of tuna. 
<laughs> oh, my God, I'm dead. A can of tuna. A can of tuna. Well, you get that protein in there. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I love this. Great ideas. Uh, Keep your text coming in to uh, 124.7. What is it that you're adding to your KD to just make it a little gourmet? Something that we probably have never tried before. Mornings in Halifax with Aaron and Peter. Time to wake up on Move 100. Um, Okay, the Move family likes to get a little wild (laughs) when it comes to KD. Well done. That's great. We're, oh, my goodness. We're talking about the things that you add to your KD to just elevate it. Something that you don't think many other people would think to do with their KD. Mm-hmm. Uh, right off the top, just came in. Ground pork, chicken, or beef. Oh. I'm picturing uh, something a little bit different. How about pulled pork mixed in oh my God. craft dinner? That would be delicious. Okay, taking it to the next level here. This is giving me... Beaches, Turks, and Caicos vibes. Right. The mac and cheese cheese truck. truck. They had a pulled pork version. Did they? Mm, It was good. I asked because I never visited. Yeah, and I was there twice a day, every day. So (laughs) (laughs) it goes to show how much I love my Katie. Uh, This text, ground moose with brie and chives. Ground moose. I'm not sure I have that at my disposal. Yeah, who has just ground moose <laughs> hanging around? What? I'm going to walk into Sobeys, go right up to the, uh, the the meat area and say, uh, I'd like a pound of ground moose. Not going to happen. I don't know how I feel about that, but I do like the brie and chives yep. part mm-hmm. of that for sure. I like this. Uh, I think this is probably really, really good. Uh, adding El- Hellman's mayo, a cheese slice. And a box of stove top oh stuffing. Are you kidding me? That all, sounds amazing. <laughs> all things you could probably find readily in your in your home somewhere. Yeah. You've been Ooh. holding on to that stove top stuffing. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. This one kind of makes me feel a little ill, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it says Katie is ten times better with a few craft singles melted in hmm. or a big spoonful of cheese whiz. My aunt always mixed in cheese whiz and Dave's sauce for a little kick. Wow. The, okay. Does craft singles melt in a way that you can melt it into the noodles? <laughs> I've tried you know so many I mean? times as a kid. I remember having, uh, we have no cheese for this pizza I'm making. I'll just put some cheese slices Ew. on top. Doesn't work. It oh, just, that's not the same. It just doesn't melt. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm grossed out. <laughs> A, a scoop of sour cream is delicious, plus shredded cheese. Yep. Yeah, love that. Sure. Uh, this one says, Katie noodles, Katie cheese, ground beef, tomato soup, and brown sugar. It's KD goulash. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Like, all these, I would have never thought to add any of this. This one. Uh, <laughs> so there's one time in Cape Breton it starts. <laughs> we got back from the bar real late, and we made craft dinner. And my best friend's father put on it, wait for it, Molasses. Ew. Near died, I did. That is literally how the text Nice accent. <laughs> molasses. I feel like that's something you would do. It could be. I mean, I love molasses, and it, it makes sense. It's such a Nova Scotia thing, mm. and it improves the taste of just about everything. It's kind of the same as the brown sugar oh, idea. I would not enjoy molasses on you my Katie. No. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm not sure about this. I am not sure. Seriously. But you don't know until you start adding it. A brown sugar added to just about anything that calls for sugar will make it taste better. Does Katie call for sugar? Wow. <laughs> so. Hey, it's 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 move family that is actually <laughs> elevating craft dinner to a new level. So if, if someone who's a member of that family says we're gonna add molasses, 
I'm going for it. I'm going to say, yep, this might just do the trick. I'll let you do the taste test with that, with that box of KD that's sitting on your kitchen counter. Try it in a, you know, in a small bowl. Hey, what are you doing over there? I'm just going to add some molasses just to see how that makes it taste. Okay, what are we missing? What are you adding to your KD to make it gourmet? You're elevating it by adding this. Mornings on Move 100. Connect with Aaron and Peter. Text 124-7. How about this one? KD hamburger and a cup of salsa. Mexican, KD, it's deadly good. Yeah, that would be good. That's the text this morning. Uh, this text says a can of Campbell vegetable soup. What? In your KD. A friend did this one time, and it really wasn't too bad. Okay. Vegetable soup. Huh. Ew, with the cheese powder. And this text, I... Per- <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to judge. I'm just processing what you said. I personally, this text says just like plain KD, leftover cold KD, mix some ranch dressing with some cut up cucumber and pepper. Mmm. Now we're talking about a KD macaroni salad. Ew. <laughs> ranch and cucumber. But then do you still put the cheese part in? Well, the, the cheese is already in there because it's leftover. It's cold. Oh, the leftover. Yeah. Mm, I just can't imagine that being great. If they brought that out at a restaurant. Um, yeah. I would be like, did you make a mistake? <laughs> it's like pasta salad with cheese mixed in. KD is my jam, this one says. Okay. Uh, hey, good morning, Move 100. You do something to elevate your KD. What is it? Yeah, I had um, Philadelphia cream cheese and cranberry sauce. Oh, cranberry sauce? Cranberry sauce. This is like Christmas craft dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Now, how often do you suppose you'd have craft dinner? Oh, once every six months. Okay, yeah. How did you think to add cranberry sauce, of all things? It got mixed in with the cranberry sauce that was on the side of my plate. (laughs) And you were like... Wait a second. This is delicious. This is perfect. This is good. Yeah, this is good. Ah. It's the best part of waking up. Mornings with Aaron and Peter. This text says my daughter adds peanut butter to her KD. She oh. loves it, but I can't try it. Peanut butter? Again, I've it's one of those that. things that I think adds... Probably a little bit of good flavor to just about everything. You think? I'm not even a big, huge Why peanut butter so fan. Why are you so down for all of these bizarre combos? I think it's in a lot of recipes that you don't even know. Bizarre? Can, no. You're going to tell? Okay. All right. I'm just going <laughs> to. Okay. One more. Uh, it says, I also make a beef a taco, like taco beef, and make sure that the beef stays saucy. And then mix that with the craft dinner. Taco, Taco KD. KD. I mm-hmm. love it. You bet. Uh, good morning. The one thing that you add to your KD? The only thing you need to add to KD is ketchup. That is legit the only thing you need. <laughs> okay. So you're one of the ketchup adders, huh? I'm, I'm one of those people, yes. I put ketchup on everything. Everything? Absolutely. Okay. Everything. Uh-oh. We're not surprised yes. about the KD and ketchup, but what's something you put ketchup on that most people would think was really freaking weird. I put it on grilled cheese. I put it on rice. I put it on crackers. I, I don't know. I put crackers? It I do. What? I like it. Oh, I know. my. <laughs> and now... Now that you've shown us that ketchup is is part of your everyday life, there yeah. must be is is Heinz the only kind? I'm sorry. I know. I know. I shouldn't say yes, but unfortunately, yes. <laughs> all right. All right. It's, it's all right. I know. Um, but I also have to say, I think Kraft dinner is not as good as it was like 
20 years ago when I was like in my teens and it just tasted better. I don't know if the quality of stuff has gone downhill or what, but I still like it, but it tasted better to me like 20 years ago. <laughs> maybe my taste buds have changed. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think maybe you've destroyed your taste buds with all the ketchup? I think maybe I have, yes. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. I want you to What's trending? Broadway is coming to Halifax. Very exciting. Two shows coming to the Scotiabank Center. Uh, The Book of Mormon and everybody's favorite, Come From Away. I have wanted to see both of those shows, well, Come From Away for the last several years. Book of Mormon goes back a few years before that, but apparently absolutely hilarious. Mm, I saw it come from away in Toronto, and I just bawled my eyes out through the whole thing. I will do that. I've seen that documentary on Crave a few times. I can't even talk about it. It is my favorite thing of all time. And coincidentally, a friend of mine was at Book of Mormon. It's still on Broadway. It was at Book of Mormon this week in in New York. So great that it's, you know, they're coming to Halifax. Book of Mormon is going to run July 18th to 20th. Come from away will run November 14th to 16th. Now, tickets are already on sale. You can buy two tickets to both shows for as low as $200. Okay. So you can go find those at TicketAtlantic.com. Hey, has anyone tried the Chicken Big Mac at McDonald's yet? I see them all over social media. Everybody's giving it a go. Uh, But it's actually started a bit of a battle between McDonald's and KFC. Now, right after McDonald's debuted the Chicken Big Mac, KFC posted a picture on their social media of a burger that's more than a little similar to this one from McDonald's. Uh, Instead of the little McDonald's chicken patties, they do everything else. The three buns, the lettuce, the pickles, whatever. But they put the massive KFC chicken breast Breast. in Mm -hmm. the sandwich and they wrote, here, we fixed it. (laughs) Hashtag better with KFC. And they tagged McDonald's. No kidding. I'm like, oh, my lanta. But now people are doing a taste challenge between the two chicken burgers. Even though KFC didn't officially add this to their menu, there's a way to order it, of course, when you get there. And people are liking KFC better. Well, the KFC chicken is (laughs) just better. I know. So if you want to give a taste challenge, you can do that. And uh, let us know about the Chicken Big Mac. What What do you think? Is it worth it? Hey, and a couple things going on this weekend. Uh, Daylight saving time, of course, begins Sunday at 2 a.m. We'll be springing the clocks forward. Sunday is also the St. Patrick's Day Parade in downtown Halifax. 1 o'clock from Pier 21 all the way down to Lower Water Street. And you can end your Sunday night watching the Oscars, which is uh, happening CTV, 9 o'clock is when you can watch that. They're going to be hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. Rihanna will be performing. Everybody wants to see what she does with her song, Lift Me Up. And of course, you know, all the movies. All the movies. (laughs) (laughs) Have you watched like... I've seen a I good think, amount of I, the nominees. Well, I think they're probably, what, 10 movies for Best Picture? And right. I've seen maybe four of them. Four of them, all right. So 9 o'clock on CTV if you want to check that out. Hey, True Lies, a new action drama series inspired by the 1994 James Cameron movie, airs Wednesdays uh, at 11 o'clock on CTV if you want to check that out. Or you can watch it on uh, the CTV app. And that is what's trending this morning on Move 100. We're all friends here. Where's my best friend? Join the show anytime at 451-1313. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. What is something that is not a cult, but damn, it feels like a cult? (laughs) I realized that I am part of a cult. Oh, yes, you are. That I didn't even know I was a part of until Mm -hmm. yesterday. (laughs) And that is the Nespresso cult. 
I have an espresso machine at home. And if you know, you know, it is a game changer. It is a life changer. And I went to the only place that you can get Nespresso pods in the city, which is the Halifax Shopping Center. They have a little kiosk across from the Apple store. Wait, they don't sell these in like regular stores? No, you literally need to order them online. Oh my God. Or you have to go to the kiosk. I've heard that they might have them at Winners every now and then. I don't really like know. Like just a little package of 12 yeah, or something like exactly. that. Exactly. But That's like no I literally good. go to the Halifax Shopping Center every time I need to buy more coffee. So when I go, I'm usually aware that this is going to take a few minutes. So I go up, I get up in line at the Nespresso kiosk. And there was a guy that was there and he was kind So there's two lines. There's the exit and the entrance. I know exactly where I'm going because I'm there like once a week. I walk up to the entrance and I noticed there was a guy on his own and he was standing at the exit. And I was wondering like... Does he know that that's the exit or is he in line? I didn't, I wasn't sure what he was doing. Finally, somebody that was working at the kiosk went up to him and said, hey, buddy, you're standing in the wrong line. You have to go to the entrance. So I said to him, you go ahead in front of me. I saw that you were here before me, so go for it. And so he was like, thanks, no problem. And he's standing there. The two of us are standing there for, mm, I want to say 20 minutes while the Nespresso uh, people were helping other, other customers. And the customers that they were helping didn't know what they wanted. Like they were asking a lot of questions and, and Nespresso was making them samples of coffee and they were they were t- coffee taste testing and, and we're just standing there and the guy turns around and looks at me and he goes, do you know what you're ordering? And I said, yeah, because otherwise if there's a long line, they'll actually hand you a menu so you can peruse while you wait in line. And he goes, I'm here for my girlfriend. I have no idea what oh, I'm doing wow. and I think this is what I need. Is this Does this sound right? And I said, yep, that sounds right. Just order this. Tell them this. And he said, I don't know about you, but this feels like a cult to me. I have no (laughs) idea what's going on. Why isn't there a line for people that know what they want instead of waiting for these people who are doing this taste test for 20 minutes? He's like, this is the worst experience ever. To me, I'm like, I get it. It's taking forever, but. It's worth, it's worth it. it. It's worth you. it to me. I want. I need to have my morning Nespresso. It's a part of my routine. It's a part of my life. But when he said that this was culty, cult-like. <laughs> it was cult-like, I was thinking, oh my God, it literally is. Because anybody, like you don't have an Nespresso machine, right? I don't. You, I wouldn't, how inconvenient is that? To you go would to this also have no idea what to get. Of course not. There's all different machines. All the pods fit in particular machines. Oh, some of the pods are terrible. espresso. Some aren't. Like if you like a plain old cup of coffee, good luck. And we get that when people come and stay at our place or whatever. They're like, can I just have a regular cup of coffee? I'm like, no, you can have a <laughs> double espresso or an Americano, or I can I make you a latte, but you can't have a plain cup of coffee. Right. So I just started thinking, this is a literal cult mm. here. Nespresso yeah. has created a cult-like vibe. Okay. Um, I, I, two things. First of all, I think his, his girlfriend was probably trying to indoctrinate him <laughs> into this cult. <laughs> and like Nespresso, okay, I'll go with that. It's, <laughs> it feels like a cult, but it's not. Look at the text lines. All these texts. Nespresso, yes. Oh, my goodness, Nespresso. It's like a cult for mm. sure. It is a thing. Okay. It's like if you feel like, you know how people feel intimidated when they walk into a Starbucks because they've never been there? Starbucks is another oh. perfect example. Yes. Cult vibes at Starbucks. If you walk in and you have no idea what to get, you're the kind of person that orders a double-double at Timmy's. You're like, what am I doing here? Same vibe at Nespresso. Same culty vibe. Okay, Nespresso. We'll put that down. But I'm telling you, I mean, as you're talking, I'm going, this poor woman. 
This poor woman doesn't even know that she's part of one of the largest cults in the world. Are you talking about me? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I can't even look at you right now because I'm, I'm shocked that you don't realize that what? you've been fully indoctrinated into one of the largest cults in the world. Not a cult, but the largest cult in the world. I'm scared. No. I mean, I, it, it comes up daily. You and millions of other people out there. What are you talking about? Apple. Oh, for God. Okay. iPhones. <laughs> Actually, iPads. you have a good point. Once Apple, you go Apple, you never go back. Watches. <laughs> laptops. Yep. Apple. Yep. And, iPads. And would not even think mm. that, okay, if you find something that's actually better on an Android phone. No, it's, that doesn't you, exist. It doesn't exist. You completely ignore it. I've yeah. shown you several times. Yeah, but so you don't think you're part of the Android cult? Because no. listen to you right now. No. It's better. No, I, 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 I don't believe it's better. I think <laughs> Apple has a lot going for it. But, you know, that, that, that man, he's gone now, RIP, with the black turtleneck. That's all he ever wore and people came. <laughs> that man with the black turtleneck. You <laughs> know what? It was kind of cult vibes. Millions <laughs> tuned in just to see what he would uh, unveil to them next out of his well, great vision. He was the groundbreaking guy, right? When Apple came. Oh my came, God, do you hear this? When Apple came to the game, right? we were like, <gasps> I need that immediately. And you didn't think he could go, but there he went. Steve Jobs left this earth <laughs> and we were all shocked. And oh then he was God. replaced by this other person deemed to be the head of the church of Apple. Oh my God. Tell me. You're not a part of that cult. You okay, are. For sure part of that cult, too. And it's I love a, it. I don't care. Not a cult feels like one. Yeah, not a cult feels like one. Also, by the way, thank you to everybody texting in about the Nespresso pods. Apparently, mm -hmm. you can get the Starbucks versions in grocery stores now. But I like the plain <laughs> Nespresso. I don't want the Starbucks. You want to go to this other I want, church. I want the culty <laughs> Nespresso pods. What is it that isn't a cult, but it completely feels like a cult? Give us a shout. I also felt very cult vibes when I had a Jeep for a minute there. Oh, yes. Because everyone right. knows the Jeep cult yes, is a thing. wave at each other. It's weird. Yeah, there's a whole thing with rubber duckies that you can put on each other's Jeeps <laughs> and you got to pass. It's a whole freaking thing. Yes. You're kind of, you're kind of part of, I don't know so much so anymore, but the runner's cult. Yeah, I dabble in cults. You do. I dabble in a couple. You running go through is, cult phases. Is one. I'm still running, uh, not to the extent that I was. And uh, but I'm still I'm I'm kind of lurking on on the outside of that. I still run a couple of times a week, which yeah. is fine. But uh, uh, the running room that's a whole other that's a cult. cult it right? is a cult. And weirdly, um, they never started the run club. If you've seen that group of people out on a Tuesday night or a uh -huh. Wednesday night or a Sunday morning running in a pack. That's probably literally my worst room. nightmare. Right? <laughs> like nobody look at me or talk to me when I'm running because I'm dying. Running yeah. in a pack. That stopped and never came back during the pandemic. But just this week, I kind of, you know, got a little goosebump because I heard running clubs coming back. You got Wednesdays, goosebumps. Wednesdays only. <laughs> the and, cult. And I, I fully admit I am fully indoctrinated into the cult of Disney. Oh, yes, you are. <laughs> Peter is a Disney adult. I'm a Disney adult. Uh-huh. You know, it started when I was very young mm -hmm. and has carried with me into adulthood. And I think that I will die a member of the Disney cult. Literally anything Disney related, Peter's bawling <laughs> immediately. <laughs>
That is a, such a true fact. And the a Disney lot of cult. people just don't get it. And I don't get why they, you don't get it. Well, you either get it or it's your life, right? It, mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Hello, fellow Disney cults. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing Mickey Mouse ears as we speak, in case you're wondering. <laughs> Anything that has its own language yeah. that only people who are a member of that. Does Disney have a language? Yeah, of course. What do you mean? It, it does. I mean, we can sing all the songs. Oh, okay, that's right. Re- that's we can true. communicate. I mean, other people might know one or two or a single line. Me. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's not a cult, but it feels like a cult. We'd love to hear from you this morning. Good morning, Move. Hi. I'd say the gym is like a cult, but it's not a cult. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've been there for, well, I've been a member 30 years. You'd never know it, though, by the look of me. But anyway, <laughs> I, it, it is. It's like y- you have your favorite machine, you have your um, favorite in the aerobics room, and God forbid if someone stands in your spot. Yeah, true. Thank you. If somebody's there and in your spot on your machine, it's like, how dare you? This is mine. This is my spot. I booked this spot. Yeah. You can't book this spot. Well, okay, but it's mine. (laughs) Yeah, I booked it mentally, okay? (laughs) Lululemon, this text says, Lululemon stores feels like a cult. Yeah. Big time. You can go in and you can spend $200 on that pair of pants. Mm. How much better are they than the ones you spend $20 on? They're amazing. See? Yeah. (laughs) I will defend them until the day that I die. Costco, this text says, we are both a part of the Costco cult. We are? If you know, you know. Yes. If you have like a secret Facebook place that you go to. I was just about to say, if you're a part of our Nova Scotia Costco Facebook groups, you're a part (laughs) of our Costco cult. What is it that feels like a cult? It's not a cult. Saint of X. Oh, gosh. Honestly. Come on, guys. That a, is a cult to another level. A ring ceremony? <laughs> and what's with that big X? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Great conversation start. A great way to meet people. Oh, yeah. Solo. Right. At it, a bar or something. My wife would be walking down the aisle of a plane and see somebody over in the window. And, and yell, Hey! <laughs> Hi. I know. It's when did like, you graduate? You're like, just tell it, keep going. There's like 100 people behind us trying to get on here. Oh, my God. Hilarious. Uh, Amazon, this text says, is a cult. Uh, mm. Hockey parents and dance parents. Yep. Big time. Boy, I, boy, I've been a part of both of those cults. My family, big into it as well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anything gaming, this says, uh, has cult vibes. You're either like uh, Team Nintendo or Team Xbox or Team PlayStation. Oh. It goes on to say, personally, I'm Team Nintendo. Uh, It's also Mario Day, the text says. Mario Day. Yeah, I saw a tweet about that and just kept on scrolling. Well, hang on. (laughs) It's March 10th. M-A-R-1-O. Mario. Oh, cool. Hi. <laughs> uh, keto is a cult, this yes, text says. it is. Oh, God, I've been a part of that cult. Yes, it is. Air fryer people are the biggest cult in the world, the text says. Unfortunately, they've groomed me and pulled me in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome to the dark side, Derek. Good morning, friends. Good morning. Good morning. It's Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Oh, these are so good. It's Aaron and Peter on Move 100. It's not a cult, but it feels like one. And the texts coming in have us laughing our heads off in here this morning. Apparently, there is a cult that's not a cult of uh, Tupperware representatives. Anitra says, being a Tupperware rep, everything is wonderful. Prizes, family. 
Only if you send or send so many cold messages and spam your friends. Are we still doing Tupperware, Tupperware? reps in 2023? <laughs> I like, don't know. Are people know. going to Tupperware parties still? Is that a thing? There are other parties. I haven't heard about a Tupperware party in a long, long time. Mary Kay party? <laughs> Avon, yeah. Avon party? Avon <laughs> God. It's like 90s prime. Uh, this text is hilarious. It says, my dad entered the midlife crisis muscle car man cult. Mm. He's been in it for over 30 years. Yes. Yeah, my uh, dad's been in that one for a few years. Too. And I put that cult, not a cult, into the same thing as the Harley cult, not a cult. Yeah. Where on Sundays, maybe you get together in the Tim Hortons parking lot. What are you doing? You're shining your car. You're opening up the hood. Are you so just other people showing can off? See it. You're just showing off what oh a good little not a cult member you are. I love it. <laughs> uh, cult of Krispy Kreme donuts, this text uh, says. Right. Oh my God. Spinco. <laughs> right. Okay, here's the thing. I've been, I've wanted to try Spinco for years now. Right. But am I, am I going to get it? I'm, I think I'm going to get addicted to it. Mm. And then my bank account is going to suffer. I really want to try it. I think I'm going to love it. But okay. it is giving cult vibes, but I'm here for it. I have not, not been to Spinco. I've been to other uh, spin classes at Delplex. I can tell you, I am not about to get addicted. Really? Not going to Why happen. didn't you like it? Uh, I, I didn't not like it. But, you know, it's hard and sweaty and your butt hurts. Yeah, well, that's what I need. If anyone was scared to try Spinco <laughs> and you did it, please text us 124-7. I want to try. Yeah. Let me be a part of your cult. So these, these are all things, and we've been talking about this for a while. We've got a list yeah. of things that are not a cult. But they feel like one. A couple of them that we already mentioned. It started with Nespresso, Starbucks, Costco, Apple, St. FX. Yeah, gyms. I mean, we could go on and on. Jeeps. Disney. (laughs) There you go. Oh, Star Wars. Star Wars. One more. Is it? I'm a member. Oh, God. Full fledged. Leave me out of that one, please. Since (laughs) childhood. Michelle, good morning. I'm one of those people with the x ray. Yes. Yep. You know. And listen. I was at an event last night and I saw two people with X-rays. Like it's a conversation striker. I go up to some. I go up to complete strangers and say, "Oh my God, an X-ray! Me too!" And I we have to clink them because that's what you do. And uh, yeah, it's it's a big deal. It, it is, is a, a big, big deal. deal. <laughs> and I've known people who have you know just cried cried their eyes out when their child receives their ring. <laughs> And, you know, and they go down and spend the weekend as part of this ring ceremony. And, hello, is this not a little weird? No, it isn't a little weird. It's not weird at all. You're just, you're just, you're just missing out. You're just wall one. You're just jealous, Peter. It's true. I've got an Acadia ring on my hand right now. Oh, oh. You would. Oh! <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> yeah. Oh, what you said. so there you go. That's 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 a, a friendship is over right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one says Twilight, uh, specifically people who won items from the Twilight prop auction that happened six or so years ago. Okay, uh, this text goes on to say, "I'm in a Facebook group with all the winners." And these people, I kid you not, did sniff checks on no. the clothing items no. they won. What? Do you think this smells like Edward? Does this smell like... Helen? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you're going to pay umpteen hundred dollars for a, a T-shirt, you want it to smell a, 
a bit like the like person. Like a vampire? Like a vampire, yes. Oh, my God. A little musty smelling. This is not okay. <laughs> like they've been underground for this a, is a cult. million years. I do not want to be a part of. <laughs> uh, this is funny. This text is not sure if this has been mentioned yet, but what about the old man club at Tim Hortons? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. I'm what, dead. What if that was an actual cult? I mean, they're so good at hiding it that oh. they just come in every morning and sit around the table and take up the table for the entire and day. And they're so sweet and innocent and cute right? that you're like, it's okay. But it's actually a cult. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. I'm rethinking everything here this morning. Uh, keep your texts coming into 124-7. We love this. It, it's not a cult, but it seems like a cult. It feels okay. like a cult. <laughs> Mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the $1,000 Minute. Okay, we have Haley Handrahan on the line this morning. Haley, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. You ready to win some money? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, let's do it. Let's send you into the weekend with an extra grand in your bank account. You get one minute on the clock, 10 questions. Get them all right, you're going to win $1,000. If not, we'll give you 10 bucks for each correct answer you give us. Uh, Haley, if you don't know the answer to something, just say pass. If there's time, we will come back to it. Uh, but the moment you give us an answer, that is what counts. You can't take it back, okay? Perfect. All right, Haley, let's do this. Your $1,000 minute on move starts now. Haley, in the nursery rhyme, hey, diddle, diddle, who does a dish run away with? What Nova Scotia town is known as the wild blueberry capital of the world? Oxford. The team of Banting and Best discovered what life-saving drug in 1922? Pass. If you're driving 110 kilometers an hour, how long will it take you to travel 275 kilometers? Pass. In what decade was the metric system implemented in Canada? 70. What movie is nominated for the most Oscars this year? Pass. When it comes to movies, what does TIFF stand for? Pass. How much money is 13 quarters and two dimes? 345. Besides bees, name another pollinator. Oh, time is up, Haley. Whew. Okay, let's go through the questions together, all right? Yep. Hey, diddle diddle, the dish ran away with the spoon. The wild blueberry capital of the world is Oxford. Banting and Best discovered insulin in 1922. Oh. Uh, if you're driving 110, how long will it take you to travel 275 kilometers? The answer is two and a half hours. The 70s is when the metric system was implemented in Canada. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once is the movie nominated for the most Oscars this year, happening this Sunday. TIFF stands for Toronto International Film Festival. 13 quarters, two dimes is 345. And besides bees, name another pollinator. You could have said butterflies, wasps, ants, hummingbird, bats. Uh, and that's all the questions that we got to. So listen, Haley, 4 to 10, 40 bucks. Thank you. <laughs> <The> <laughs> <laughs> You're a good sport, Haley. <laughs> oh, Haley, funny. next time you play, remember that we always give the answer to question number 10 on our podcast. It'll be up later <laughs> on today, and you can listen on the iHeartRadio app. Haley, thank you so much for playing, and you hang on the line, okay? Yeah. All right, thanks. Uh, Monday, okay, you $1,000-minute players. Starting Monday at 8 o'clock, 
you are playing for $10,000. Same game, 60 seconds, 10 questions, except instead of $1,000 on the line, you're playing for $10,000. Same game, a little bit more pressure. Yeah, no pressure, right? The reward, so much bigger. <laughs> it's the $10,000 minute. You're playing Monday morning at 8 o'clock on Move 100. We're all friends here. Where's my best friend? Join the show anytime at 451-1313. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Okay, who is Nick Burchill from Dartmouth? <laughs> and why is Benedict Cumberbatch, the famous Benedict Cumberbatch, reading his letters about Halifax and Brothers Pepperoni. This is going to take just a tiny little bit of explanation and maybe even more from Benedict Cumberbatch, okay? So I don't know, Nick Burchill, but I remember when he made news kind of worldwide over this letter that he had written to the Fairmont Empress Hotel in Vancouver asking for a pardon. He had been banned from the hotel, Happens sometimes. <laughs> We've all been there. He had been banned from that particular <laughs> hotel for 18 years when he wrote this letter. And why is Benedict Cumberbatch reading it? Because he does this thing where he reads remarkable letters. It's something called Letters Live, and he gets other celebrities to do it as well. But mm -hmm. he chose to take Nick's letter for himself because it is so wild. Dear Empress Hotel, this may seem like an unusual request, but I write to you today seeking an apology, a pardon on my part. 18 years ago, a string of unfortunate events led to my being banned from your hotel. I would like to explain the incident. In 2001, I'd recently joined my current employer and I was also in the Canadian Naval Reserve. This new employer was hosting a customer conference at the Empress and it was my first event with the company. I told my naval buddies that I was coming out west and I was asked to bring Brothers Pepperoni from Halifax. It's a local delicacy. Now, because this was the Navy we were talking about, I brought enough for a ship. And in a hurry, I completely filled an entire suitcase with pepperoni for my friends. Some of it was wrapped in plastic, some in brown paper. I took whatever brothers would sell me. Now, my room was a nice, big, front-facing room on the fourth floor. It was well-appointed, but it did not have a refrigerator. It was April. The air was chilly. An easy way to keep all of this food cold would be just to keep it next to an open window. So I lifted one of the sashes and spread the packages of pepperoni out on the table and windowsill. And then I went for a walk for about four or five hours. When I'd covered enough ground, I returned to the hotel, opening the door to my room to find an entire flock of seagulls in my room. <laughs> I didn't have time to count, but there must have been at least 40. And they'd been in my room eating pepperoni for a long time. In case you're wondering, Brothers TNT pepperoni does nasty things to a seagull's digestive system. Yup. As you'd expect, the room was covered in seagull crap. What I did not realize until then was that seagulls also drool, especially when they eat pepperoni. I'm sure you have an image in your head. Now remember that I've just walked into the room and startled all 
of these birds. They immediately started flying around and crashing into things and as desperately as they could try to leave the room through the small opening by which they had entered. And the result was a tornado of seagull excrement, feathers, pepperoni chunks, and fairly large birds whipping around the room. The lamps were falling, the curtains were trashed, the coffee table was just disgusting. Okay, I gotta say, this goes on for eight oh minutes. And oh. we'll get the full link up on our socials in about 20 minutes, okay? So you can listen to the whole story because it is so funny. But do we know the end result? Was he pardoned for this seagulls, brothers, pepperoni, feathers, poopy mess? <laughs> I think we know the answer. Oh, Again, this was God. 2018 when this story first broke yeah. across the world. And I'm looking at uh, an article uh, in a Vancouver newspaper from then that updates the story. Okay. And this is from Nick. Two lines. After reviewing my application for a pardon with the Empress staff, Ryan, the manager, has notified me verbally that I will once again be welcomed as a guest. <laughs> I bet it was the pound of brother's pepperoni that I gave them as a peace offering that did the trick. Yeah, they were probably pumped about that. <laughs> Never in my life did I think we would hear Be uh, Benedict Cumberbatch talking about brother's, brother's pepperoni. pepperoni. And drooling seagulls. <laughs> and drooling seagulls. <laughs> Aaron and Peter. Mornings on Move 100. More coming up. I got a little bit of a grocery store vent. I love grocery store <laughs> vents uh, these days, especially. Oh, my gosh. Something that happened to me last night. So, okay, I went to uh, Superstore. I shop at Superstore. It's my spot. I love it. And you know how they have, like, the, the PC MasterCard or whatever? Yeah. Usually Superstore will have, like, a bank attached to it on the inside. Sure. And, An ATM and maybe a person in there. Yeah, and, and when you're paying for your groceries, they're right in that area you walk by. Like, they normally would just kind of leave me alone. Like, it's fine. But I, when I'm getting groceries, I'm not interested in talking about signing up for a new credit card. I just I just don't want to do that. And I read on Halifax Reddit yesterday, somebody was, was talking about how the PC MasterCard at Superstore, before, if you wanted it, you would literally just walk into the bank area of the grocery store and sign up for it. But she said, this, this person that was posting this on Reddit said that they've changed their policy. Now, the people that sell these credit cards walk throughout the grocery store and try to get you to sign up for it. And she, this person on Reddit, was very upset about that, saying it's kind of ruining her grocery experience. And I thought, that's kind of weird. Come to find out, last night I'm at Superstore, and I was literally in the freezer. I was in the freezer aisle. I had the door open, and I was looking at, like, the nutritional information on the side of boxes, and I was just, I was in focus. I had AirPods in, mm -hmm. and I noticed that somebody was standing next to me behind the freezer door that I had propped open. And I took my AirPod out, and I was like, hi. And uh, the guy was very nice and very polite, but he was like, hi, ma'am, I'm sorry to disturb you, but are you interested in the PC MasterCard? And I was like, uh... I, like, it totally caught me <laughs> off guard. I'm mid-freezer, you know, I'm rummaging around. And I said, no, thank you, I'm okay. And he, and he said, no, no, this is the, this is the PC credit card. Mm. And I said, I know, I've had it before, and I don't want it again, I'm okay, I'm good, thank you. And then he walked away, and I went... <gasps> That person on Reddit was right. Right. They now will walk through the grocery store while you're doing your thing. You're right. in the zone. With you're the thinking about what you iPad. need. And they're interrupting you while you're mm. grocery shopping. Mm. I just don't, I don't like that. 
Grocery shopping for me is like, it's like a safe space for me. I love going every day alone. I put my AirPods in. I peruse the aisles. It's like a relaxing thing for me to do. Now I'm on edge because I'm always like, oh my God, am I going to get, you know, having to sign up for this credit card? Like I just, uh, yeah, Uh this, I don't like this. Yeah, I don't know it's your job, but I, uh, but I understand. I mean, other stores do similar things. Mm-hmm. We can all probably think of one now, but they usually stand at the at the door the store, and they'll the ask you, right? right? As opposed to walking through right. the aisles. And like literally, I very obviously had AirPods in and right. I was busy. So I don't know. I just wanted to say that is something that I think is happening at many of those grocery stores. Mm-hmm. So just be aware if you're somebody that gets a little anxious when it comes to signing up for credit cards and stuff and being approached. That's happening. If you if you're going to send somebody out to do that while you're at the grocery store, could you also arm them with the knowledge of where the soy sauce is? You know? <laughs> yeah, while you're here, right. can you tell me where I'm going to find this? No, I don't want your card. <laughs> now, I have a question for you. <laughs> yeah, seriously, can you help me out here? It would make it a little more palatable, right? <laughs> yeah, in that case, I'd be happy to be chatting with this person. I know it's your job. Right. I know it's hard. But I just don't like this. Do you want to it? No. But chocolate chips. Help what me. I- <laughs> it's Aaron and Peter's Move Morning Mindbender. Now, you probably might not think of this, or maybe it's something that you do every time. A poll finds that 10% of people do this when they stay in a hotel. 10% of people do this <laughs> when they stay in a hotel. Oh, gosh. Okay. Maybe it's the only time you ever do it. Okay, call us with your guests. Yes. 451-1313 or text in your guest to 124-7. Never would have thought of it. <laughs> uh, good morning, move your guests. Sleep in separate beds. No, that's ah. not it. Oh, on, shoot, because I thought you'd be more comfortable, see? Yeah. yeah. Good guess. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thanks, bye-bye. Bye. I move 100. What is your guess? Well, my mind went to way too many places, but I'm going to say check for bed bugs. Well, that was a very nice, mature response. Yes. I don't know it where my mind went. I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not it, Thomas. Yes, All right, bye. bye. <laughs> hey, move your guess. Uh, vomit in an ice bucket. <laughs> okay, I have done that. I hate to admit it, I've done it. Ten uh, percent, though. Well, I'm one that's of them. not it. But thank you very much for that image. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. Hey, move your guests. Steel towels. <laughs> no. Rose. No. <laughs> I mean, I don't want white towels, but people do. I know. Oh, it's a thing for sure. <laughs> Thanks, Thomas. Bye. Bye. Okay. I'm going to put the plastic bag in the ice bucket. I promise. I'm making that vow to myself. I was very sick, okay? You okay? I was really, I had the flu. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh 10% of people do this when they stay in a hotel. Some text coming in. Check for bed bugs. Jump on the bed. Uh, Storing things, valuables in the safe. Mm -hmm. Uh, Putting all your clothes in the dresser drawers when you arrive. Not there yet. Uh, Take a shower instead of a bath. Take their own bed sheets to a hotel. Uh, Stop hide their there. Va- Stop there. Roll it back. Which one? Bed sheets. 10% of people bring their own sheets to the hotel. I'm not sleeping on that sheet. 
They clean them with bleach. You're going to be oh. fine. But I do bring my own pillow oh, when yes. I go to hotels. Right on. Because I just think of all the heads mm, that have been on that pillow and it yeah. grosses me out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why my brain works the way that it does. 10% of people bring their own sheets when they go to a hotel room. Okay, let's talk hotels for a second. Okay. Think bad to a to a bad stay that you had in a hotel. What did you find in your hotel room that made you say, I'm never staying here again? You showed up at 11 o'clock at night. You mm. walked into the room and you went, oh, my God. We stayed in a really bad one. Peter, not a, not us together. We had our two <laughs> old rooms. We stayed in a really bad hotel in Toronto. I'm right. traumatized still to this day. Yes. We what both if, had stories the next day. You found garbage under your bed. I never told you what garbage in particular. You didn't tell me that you bed. found garbage until the next day because you knew wanna, I was going to freak out. Yeah. What do you I, mean you didn't tell me what kind? Among the garbage under the bed was a condom wrapper. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. I would have asked for a new room. Again, 11 o'clock at night, remember? Oh, we were exhausted. We're getting Who cares? up the next day to get on a flight at like 5 a.m. True. Ooh, I'm, I can't. That was the worst <laughs> night of my life. Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax. Listen weekdays 530 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.